0: Good morning. It is November 12th, and we are reading in Ezekiel 24 through chapter 26. The Sign of the Cooking Pot. On January 15th, during the ninth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, write down today's date, because on this very day the king of Babylon is beginning his attack against Jerusalem. Then give these rebels an illustration with this message from the Sovereign Lord. Put a pot on the fire and pour in some water. Fill it with choice pieces of meat, the rump, the shoulder, and all the most tender cuts. Use only the best sheep from the flock and heap fuel on the fire beneath the pot. Bring the pot to a boil and cook the bones along with the meat. Now this is what the Sovereign Lord says. What sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers, She is a cooking pot whose corruption can't be cleaned out. Take the meat out in random order, for no piece is better than another. For the blood of her murders is splashed on the rocks. It 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 isn't even spilled on the ground where the dust could cover it. So I will splash her blood on a rock for all to see, an expression of my anger and vengeance against her. This is what the sovereign Lord says, What sorrow awaits Jerusalem, the city of murderers. I myself will pile up the fuel beneath her, Yes, heap on the wood, let the fire roar to make the pot boil. Cook the meat with many spices and afterward burn the bones. Now set the empty pot on the coals, heat it red-hot, burn away the filth and corruption. But it's hopeless, the corruption can't be cleaned out, so throw it into the fire. Your impurity is your lewdness and the corruption of your idolatry. I tried to cleanse you, but you refused, so now you will remain in your filth until my fury against you has been satisfied. I, the Lord, have spoken. The time has come and and I won't hold back. I will not change my mind and I will have no pity on you. You will be judged on the basis of your wicked actions, says the sovereign Lord. The death of Ezekiel's wife. Then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man, with one blow, I will take away your dearest treasure. Yet you must not show any sorrow at her death. Do not weep let there be no tears groan silently but let there be no wailing at her grave do not uncover your head or take off your sandals do not perform the usual rituals of mourning or accept any food brought to you by consoling friends so i proclaimed this to the people the next morning and the evening my wife died the next morning i did everything i had been told to do then the people asked what does this all mean what are you trying to tell us So I said to them, a message came to me from the Lord, and I was told to give this message to the people of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will defile my temple, the source of of your security and pride, the place your heart delights in. Your sons and daughters whom you left behind in Judah will be slaughtered by the sword. Then you will do as Ezekiel has done. You will not mourn in public or console yourselves by eating the food brought by friends. Your heads will remain covered and your sandals will not be taken off. You will not mourn or weep but you will waste away because of your sins. You will groan among yourselves for all the evil you have done. Ezekiel is an example for you. You will do just as he has done. And when that time comes, you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. Then the Lord said to me, Son of man, on the day I take away their stronghold, their joy and glory, their heart's desire, their dearest treasure, I will also take away their sons and daughters. And on that day, a survivor from Jerusalem will come to you in Babylon and tell you what has happened. And when he arrives, your voice will suddenly return so you can talk to him, and you will be a symbol for these people. Then they will know that I am the Lord. A message for Ammon, chapter 25. Then this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, turn and face the land of Ammon and prophesy against his people. Give the Ammonites this message from the sovereign Lord. Hear the word of the Sovereign Lord. Because you cheered when my temple was defiled, mocked Israel in her desolation, and laughed at Judah as she went away into exile, I will allow nomads from the eastern deserts to overrun your country. They will set up their camps among you and pitch their tents on your land. They will harvest all your fruit and drink the milk from your livestock. And I will turn the city of Reba into a pasture for camels, and all the land of the Ammonites into a resting place for sheep, and goats. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Because you clapped and danced and cheered with glee at the destruction of my people, I will raise my fist of judgment against you. I will give you as plunder to many nations. I will cut you off from being a nation and destroy you completely. Then you will know that I am the Lord. A message for Moab. This is what the Lord, Sovereign Lord says, because the people of Moab have said that Judah is just like other nations, I will open up their eastern flank and wipe out their glorious frontier towns, Beth Jeshimoth, Baal Maon, and kirathium And I will hand Moab over to nomads from the, desert, uh, from the eastern deserts, just as I handed over Ammon. Yes, the Ammonites will no longer be counted among the nations. In the same way, I will bring my judgment down on the Moabites. Then they will know that I am the Lord. A message for Edom. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, the people of Edom have sinned greatly by avenging themselves against the people of Judah. Therefore, says the Sovereign Lord, I will raise my fist of judgment against Edom. I will wipe out its people and animals with a sword. I will make a wasteland of everything from Taman to Dedan. I will accomplish this by the hand of my people of Israel. They will carry out my vengeance with anger and Edom will know that this vengeance is from me. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. A message for Philistia. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The people of Philistia have acted against Judah out of bitter revenge and long-standing contempt. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will raise my fist of judgment against the land of the Philistines. I will wipe out the Keratites and utterly destroy the people who live by the sea. I will execute terrible vengeance against them to punish them for what they have done. And when I have inflicted my revenge, they will know that I am the Lord. A message for Tyre. On February on February 3rd, during the 12th year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, Tyre has rejoiced over the fall of Jerusalem, saying, Ha! She, has, she who is the getaway to the rich trade routes to the east has been broken, and I am the heir. Because she has been made desolate, I will become wealthy. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am your enemy, O Tyre, and I will bring many nations against you, like the waves of the sea crashing against your shoreline. They will destroy the walls of Tyre and tear down its towers. I will scrape away its soil and make it a bare rock. It will be just a rock in the sea, a place for fishermen to spread their nets. For I have spoken, says the sovereign Lord. Tyre will become the prey of many nations, and its mainland villages will be destroyed by the sword. Then they will know that I am the Lord." This is what the sovereign Lord says. From the north, I will bring King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon against Tyre. He is king of kings and brings his horses, chariots and charioteers and great army. First he will destroy your mainland villages. Then he will attack you by building a siege wall, constructing a ramp and raising a roof of shields against you. He will pound your walls with battering rams and demolish your towers with sledgehammers. The hooves of his horses will choke the city with dust and the noise of the charioteers and chariot wheels will shake your walls as they storm through your broken gates. His horsemen will trample through every street in the city. They will butcher your people, and your strong pillars will topple. They will plunder all your riches and merchandise and break down your walls. They will destroy your lovely home and dump your stones and timbers and even your dust into the sea. I will stop the music of your songs. No more will the sound of harps be heard among your people. I will make your island a bare rock, a place for fishermen to spread their nets. You will never be rebuilt, for I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, the Sovereign Lord has spoken. The effect of Tyre's destruction. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to Tyre. The whole coastline will tremble at the sound of your fall as the screams of the wounded echo in the continuing slaughter. All the seaport rulers will step down from their thrones and take off their royal robes and beautiful clothing. They will sit on the ground, trembling with horror at your destruction. Then they will wail for you, singing this funeral song. Oh, famous city, island city, once ruler of the sea, how you have been destroyed! Your people with their naval power once spread fear around the world. Now the coastlands tremble at your fall. The islands are dismayed as you disappear. This is what the sovereign Lord says I will make Tyre an uninhabited ruin like many others. I will bury you beneath the terrible waves of enemy attack. Great seas will swallow you. I will send you to the pit to join those who descend there long ago. Your city will lie in ruins, buried beneath the earth, like those in the pit who have entered the world of the dead. You will have no place of respect here in the land of the living. I will bring you to a terrible end, and you will exist no more. You will be looked for, but you will never again be found. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. The New Testament, still in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 16. This is a great example. This is the great faith chapter. I love this chapter. Great examples of faith, chapter 11. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for, it is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him for before he was taken up he was known as a person who pleased god and it is impossible to please god without faith anyone who wants to become come to him must believe that god exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him it was by faith that noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood he obeyed god who warned him about things that had never happened before by his faith noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as an inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going, and even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise, and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that, like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they hadn't longed uh, for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. And the Psalms for today is Psalms 110, and it is a Psalm of David. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. The Lord will extend your powerful kingdom from Jerusalem and you will rule over over your enemies. When you go to war, your people will serve you willingly. You are arrayed in holy garments and your strength will be renewed each day like a morning dew. The Lord has taken an oath and will not break his vow. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The Lord stands at your right hand to protect you. He will strike down many kings when his anger erupts. He will punish the nations and fill their lands with corpses. He will shatter heads over the whole earth, but he himself will be refreshed from brooks along the way. He will be victorious. And the Proverbs for today is Proverbs 27, verse 14. A loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse.